It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. Have you ever wondered why the news plays the same five stories again and again? Let me give you a little hint. Brainwashing and repetition is the most basic form of brainwashing. Join me as we look at the news cycle and talk about why the mainstream media is so gutless and afraid to report the truth. Monday. Welcome to Troubled Minds News. I'm your host, Michael Strange. And, well, this is the show where the conspiracy is the news. And what that means, of course, is we're uh, just saturated in propaganda and all the BS that uh, they expect us to believe. And uh, if we're being honest, most of that stuff just is not true. And, well, so, of course, uh, because you can't expect multi-billion dollar conglomerates to uh, give you real news. Well, here I am. (laughs) <laughs> doing the news <laughs> uh, this, this show actually started as a uh uh what do you call it as a a part of another show we do called troubled minds radio which goes monday through thursday at 7 p.m pacific time and uh it's usually about bigfoot and you know uh, aliens and weird stuff you know like uh, pondering the secrets of the universe type stuff uh just strange things and but this this show is uh it's all about the news and we used to do a, a segment on troubled minds about uh just the news and it got lo- larger and larger and larger Larger and larger, and so here we are. Uh oh, uh oh, I may have a problem. <laughs> I may have a problem. Hold on. Oh, there it is. Oh, almost had a heart attack. My uh, my news. Oh, okay, it's bumped to the side window. Okay, hold on. Give me just one moment as I fix this issue. What's going on here? Uh, anyway, so we are live. If you want to be part of the show, 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. I had like a screen mishap just before we started here where I dragged the entire Discord off the screen and I couldn't find it. It was like literally vanished. <laughs> so I was trying to grab it and drag it back. Anyway, uh, stupid stuff uh, for stupid stupid things. And uh, yeah, and stupid me. But uh, whatevs. Here we are. So, uh, so what we're going to do is we'll do the news today and like i said this is live if you want to be part of the show 702-957-1037 click the discord link at uh, troubledminds.org now that uh, i have refound my discord <laughs> uh situation uh so so anyway uh, that's what's up so let's do the news let's go straight to the news and um yeah yeah let's do it i see you guys in the chat what's up guys how was everybody uh let's start with this this is from the new york post and this is pretty good uh because well you don't we don't get this every day do we hell no uh this is the headline is this man claims he was stalked by terrifying dogman monster in australian outback yes right talk about uh happy monday and starting off the, the news cycle with a fantastic story here we go a man has bizarrely claimed he was stalked by a terrifying dogman monster in the Australian outback and even says he has picture proof. Uh, the fisherman called John wildly claims he was left petrified for a month after encounter- encountering the supposed half dog, half human creature on two separate occasions. One moment, volume change here. I like to be able to hear myself uh, just in case I'm making gross mouth noises and grossing you guys out. There we go. That's a little better. Okay. So, um, yeah. Yeah. What's up? What's up? Glitch. I see you there. Yeah. Skinwalker, right? Yeah. Who knows? 
He says, speaking on the Believe, a paranormal and UFO podcast. Uh Uh-oh. It's on a podcast, guys. It must be real. Uh, The Aussie insisted he was followed by what he has branded a dog man and claims he thought he was going to be killed. John was fishing from his kayak on Boxing Day last year when he first, uh, he says, the the first incident happened. Uh, First of all, Boxing Day. WTF is that. Uh, Hello, Canadians, I guess. Uh, Anyway, let's see. Quote, I noticed that every time I took a stroke with the paddle of my kayak whatever this thing was it was taking a stride to reach uh to each paddle i was taking he said i stopped for a bit and the sound stopped in the bush too and i thought it was a bit odd so i took off paddling again and sure enough as soon as i started to paddle every stroke this thing would take a step so whatever it was this thing was following me it wasn't a coincidence or anything it was more of a stalk s-t-a-l-k and well, yeah, welcome to this. <laughs> What's up? What's up? What's up, guys? Uh, Fauci up to his tricks again, I guess. Yes, maybe so. Maybe so, says Robert in the chat there. Uh, oh, anyway, so, uh, uh, so let's see, blah, blah, blah. Freaked out, John took a snap and claims he has captured the dog man on camera. The creature, I actually got it on a photo. What I think it is, I've spoken to a few people and I reckon it's a dog man, he added. After that, uh, I couldn't go back to the area to check it out myself. I was petrified for probably a month after. I was waking up in the middle of the night and seeing the creature in my dreams. There you go. Just in case you guys ever wondered about a creature in your dreams, well, now you found the creature of your dreams because, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. Um, uh, although uh, although he was petrified, let's. Let, there we go. There's the picture anyway. Let's go straight to the photograph here. And you guys tell me, is that a compelling case of maybe a dog man in the, in the woods right there? Right there? See, see it? Oh, you can't see my mouse, so never mind. But right in the middle, right in the middle. You guys have the link and you guys can check it out. Yeah, the man bear pig, right? Yeah, I I don't know. I think this is, um, hmm, let's call it inconclusive. But uh, I I think, you know, I think maybe, maybe. It's a little early for maybe juice, but we'll we'll call this maybe. How about maybe? I think that's fair. <laughs> but uh, he says he got a photograph, and there it is, right? And so if you, oh, there we go. That's better. It's got the circle. But uh, it definitely looks like there's something back there, or is that just a shadow in the trees? Hmm. Hmm. The plot thickens. Uh, I don't know. So uh, you guys tell me, what do you think? And uh, has anybody out there ever been stalked by a dog man? And if so, why haven't you been talking to me about it? Because I want to know all about this. Uh, yeah, so there we go. This is, a, this is a hell of a way to start a new show because, like I said, it's not every, every uh, Monday you get, uh, you get a dog man in the news. And here we are. Australian Outback, dog man. Uh, I guess they do Boxing Day in Australia. Is that right? I thought that was a Canadian thing. Hmm. Okay, well, this shows you what I know. Uh, anyway, all right, so uh, as we keep on trucking, uh, 702-957-1037, that's 702-957-1037, troubledminds.org. Click the Discord link, and we'll put you on the show. Here we go. Uh, there's more. Uh, there's more. There's always more. Uh, fewer dogmen, more conspiracies. Let's go to this from the Washington Compost. Uh, face, Facebook's race-blind practices around hate speech came at the expense of black users. New documents show. Oh, oh, I see. Uh, all the uh, all the preaching these assholes do to us about all the, uh, you know, how we should be and, you know, all the moral everything they tell us, right? And it turns out, well, uh, yeah, uh, by the way, oops, uh, they, uh, they are doing these things that they should not be doing. Well, because, shocker, uh, Facebook going to Facebook, right? Uh, here we go. Last year, researchers at Facebook showed executives an example of the kind of hate speech circulating on the social network. An actual post featuring an image of four Democratic uh, lawmakers known collectively as the Squad. The poster, whose name was scrubbed out for privacy, referred to the women, two of whom are Muslim, as uh, Swami ragheads. Okay, great. Fantastic. Uh, again, stupid stuff, guys. Racism is bad. Don't do it. It's dumb. Uh, a comment from another person used even more vulgar language referring to the four women of color as black C-words. I'll just leave it at that. According to the internal company uh, documents exclusively obtained by the Washington Post. Blah, blah. The post represented the worst of the worst language on Facebook. The majority of it directed at minority groups, according to a two-year effort by a large team working across the, com- uh, the company, the document said. The researchers urged examples of to adopt an aggressive overhaul of its software system that would primarily remove only those hateful posts before any Facebook users could see them. But Facebook's uh, leaders balked at the plan. According to two people familiar with the internal debate, top executives, including Vice President for Global Public Policy Joel Kaplan, 
feared the new system would tilt the scales by protecting some vulnerable groups over others. A policy executive prepared a document for Kaplan that raised the potential for backlash from conservative partners, according to the document. Ooh, conservative partners. Uh, the people spoke to the Post on the condition of anonymity and uh, to discuss sensitive internal matters. Now, th- this is now th- this is interesting to me. Number one, because these assholes are again, uh, you know, they tell us all the things we should think and do and say and all the rest of this. The, the full on thought police, right? Facebook, but. Then we have this where they're like, oh, well, you know, we're we've got donors, right? We've got donors. So we're not going to do this shit. But uh, it, it is uh, kind of a compelling in the sense that you have uh, sort of the crossroads of, uh, you know, protecting protecting some people, but not other people. Right. And this is where th- this playing God stuff uh, with, uh, you know, people in general, based on all the demographic lines they draw, whether it's socioeconomics, whether it's, you know, just a. Uh, you know, sexuality, whether it's the color of your skin, whether it's anything, right? Anything uh, this is, it, it's interesting that, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, this is, this is like an actual legitimate, uh, concern is well, how, how can you justify protecting this group, but not that group, right? That group, but not the other group, these guys, but not those guys. I think that's the weirdness here. Why is this thing? Okay. Anyway, hold on. Let me fix this real quick because this is annoying the hell out of me. Let's go like this. Let's just slow it down. There we go. Nice and slow. All right. So anyway, uh, point being is that, uh, it, you know, I'm not saying that uh, it should just be allowed, right? This, you know, Facebook is kind of a bunch of assholes anyway. I mean, that's been my stance for a very long time. But, uh, you know, like, like at, at what point do you draw the line and say, well, stop? Because, again, this is what they want. They want to divide, subdivide, sub, 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 subdivide. And they're going to have every single, like, sectionality thing, like, covered. And every, you know, like, think about it. Once you start doing that, then you're, you know, protecting everybody as a minority. Because, well, you know, um, everybody is a minority. You know what I mean? Aside from pretty much, like, uh, the one, you know, the only people that you can prove that aren't. And anyway, by the way, uh, hi, I'm a minority. But it doesn't look like it, and this is this is part of why I hate all this stuff, is because it's it's rarely about um, what what uh, what somebody actually is like, you know, genetically. Nobody gives a fuck, right? It's about uh, what they appear to be, the the perception of that, and that's why this makes me mad because it's like, well, you know. So, <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, but yeah. So here we go. These these jerks that are just um, on top of their game, of course, uh, telling us uh, what to think as the thought police. Uh, that we're you know not doing the right thing anyway. So yeah, there you go, there you go. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, drew, you drew the line, Mike, when you left Facebook. Yeah, and I'm not going back. They can kiss my ass. And uh, yeah, by the way, uh, we're on Rockfin now instead of Facebook. And by the way, uh, we have yes, in three months' time, you guessed it. Uh, let's see how many, how many Rockfin followers? It's a lot. Uh, 1,254 followers on Rockfin in three months and Facebook can kiss my ass. Yeah. All right. Anyway, so there you go. So, uh, all right. Anyway, uh, that's, uh, that's, that's Facebook for you. And, uh, I think they're a bunch of ass clowns and I think they always have been, and I think they probably always will be. And there you go. And speaking of ass clowns, <laughs> speaking of ass clowns, uh, let's go to this. This is from, uh, right here. This is from, uh, cnbc.com and, uh, yep. Alex Jones, Roger Stone subpoenaed in house. Uh, January 6th Capitol riot probe. So looks like they're uh, they're doing all the things right They're um, They're they're bringing in all the people that have said things the Trump supporters all the rest of this, you know, and again, I think Roger Stone's an ass clown. Uh, Alex Jones is uh, he's he's entertaining, but you know, that Sandy Hook stuff and you know, he says a bunch of stuff that's really wrong and stupid as well. You know, but so it is what it is, right? These people are who they are. But right? Is this where we should be kind of uh, just just sort of uh, going after political opponents. I keep pointing this out that these guys won't let it go. They just won't let it go. Uh, you know, they're calling this an insurrection and all the rest of this stuff when it's like, 
really? I mean, that was the most lousy insurrection I've ever seen. But uh, whatevs, uh, here we are anyway. So, yep, the House Committee investigating the deadly capital invasion said Monday it issued subpoenas to Republican political operative Roger Stone, again, ass clown to the highest degree, and conspiracy theorist Alex Jones, an entertaining ass clown, uh, along with three others allegedly connected to the events of January 6th. The latest batch of subpoenas went to individuals believed to have relevant information about the plans and funding for the rallies in Washington on January 6th, that preceding the storming of the Capitol, the select committee said, blah, 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 blah. Uh, the, the latest batch of subpoenas went to, oh, I just read that. Jones, the InfoWars host who earlier this month was held liable for defamation for claiming the Sandy Hook school massacre was a hoax, was reportedly involved in organizing the January 6th rally where former President Donald Trump spoke just before the Capitol riot began, the committee said in a press release. So uh, once again, this is, um, you know, and, and I hate that uh, Alex Jones, again, every time you bring up Alex Jones, you kind of got to add in the Sandy Hook thing or else people are like, you know, you're a false flag idiot, right? But uh, it's finally time to start firing up the grill from city to shore. Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials. Any way you want, open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. I mean, this this is a step too far. It's like, uh, it, like I said, investigating our political rivals and uh, doing all this over and over and over again. This just becomes dangerous, like literally dangerous, because the whole idea of the, you know, the peaceful transition of power and all that crap that they're always trying to put in our face as, you know, the moral high ground idiots that they try and tell us the thought police, these, you know, MSNBC or CNBC, whoever the hell this is. Uh, and they're they're always trying to tell us these things, right? But then all the things they say, well, they don't actually do, right? They're like whooping this up and they're celebrating and they're like, yeah, get them, get them, get them, right? Get them. The, the wrong thing crowd, get them, get them. And, you know, like I said, like I always say, we still have the right to be wrong, don't we? And I think that's part of the problem with this. So, yeah. Anyway, like I said, I'm not a fan of the, Roger Stone in particular. The guy's just a nut. Um, Alex Jones, at least he's entertaining. And that's that, right? And, you know, you have your own opinion of these people, too. It's, don't listen to what I'm, what I'm saying. And that's that. So, anyway, uh, let's, let's get a quick word from our sponsor, and we'll keep on trucking. Uh, our sponsor, of course, is you are you digging the show if so you can support us quite easily and at no additional cost to you if you already have an amazon prime account since we stream on twitch every day all you have to do is link your amazon prime account to your twitch account and they give you free games on a monthly basis for your personal use and also a bonus five dollars a month to send to your favorite streamer as a way to bring more people to twitch and all you have to do is sync up to two accounts and click subscribe thanks for considering us all right let's keep on trucking here uh let's go to the jerusalem post and uh this is this is one of those ones where um i hate to say i told you so but i told you so every damn week we have a new one of these last last week it was two we'll see if by friday we get another one but uh skyscraper sized asteroid coming towards earth on christmas eve uh, 2016 tr54 is set to pass by the planet at a distance of around 6.5 million kilometers uh, meaning there will be no armageddon this holiday season oh oh the the uh 
the uh, what you call it, uh, the the mainstream media would love nothing more than to report on Armageddon, wouldn't they, assholes? Anyway, uh, so here we go. Uh, named T- 2016 TR-54, the asteroid has an estimated diameter between 100 meters and 230 meters, according to NASA's asteroid tracker. At the largest estimate, that's comparable in size to some sky- skyscrapers, such as Tel Aviv's Azrili uh, uh, Towers. Is that how you say it? Oh, well, if it's not. Or around 64 Christmas trees, going by the maximum average size of Christmas trees at 12 feet. There you go. Just in case you want to, you know, have some holiday cheer, Armageddon may be brought about by a, an asteroid the size of 64 Christmas trees. <laughs> what the fuck? So stupid. The, the asteroid is set to pass by the planet on December 24th, Christmas Eve, at a distance of around 6.5 million kilometers, blah, blah, blah. So um, don't mistake this for Santa Claus, because you might find yourself in a... Uh, well, a bind, let's say. Uh, anyway, <laughs> what's going on, guys? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, it's it seems um, it's it seems like I said, it seems like they're conditioning us, right? So so asteroid in the, in the news cycles every week, asteroid in the news cycles every week, and then when the big one comes, yep, we'll be like, oh. Uh, we, we told you, we, t- we told you guys, sorry, we told you it was reported. We, you know, like you see, there's an article as, as Zuckerberg and these assholes are like flying their private jets to New Zealand. Uh, yeah. And Hawaii. Anyway, let's keep on trucking. What's going on? Uh, what's up? Uh, killer. Uh, no, no, rather not be famous. Thanks. And, um, and big, yeah, I'm not going to read it other than, uh, let's see, how do I ban this idiot? Let's see. Let's see. Can I do it? Uh, no. Uh, all right. Whatever. Anyway, uh, let's see. Uh, let's go to uh, gizmodo.com. Uh, yeah. Uh, and this is pretty cool, actually. Uh, we're, we're making the Facebook papers public. Here's why and how. Now, this is interesting to me because in the Facebook papers, right, they, they made these this leak available to, you know, quote, journalists. Well, you know, who can you trust? Probably less than Facebook themselves. Well, journalists. So uh, I was kind of curious, and I was looking to find these papers themselves, the actual documents when this came out, so I could read them myself instead of uh, have it filtered through the press, you know, because, again, assholes. But, uh, well, they're going to do it, and finally, and so we can actually see what this stuff says. So, yeah, uh, here we go. So in one of Silicon Valley's largest leaks, a former Facebook product manager skipped, uh, slipped financial regulators' stacks of documents containing thousands of confidential memos, chat logs, and a veritable library of hidden research. The, the leak was designed to convince the feds that the gravity and scope of Facebook's design flaws and misdeeds vastly exceed anything its executives ever divulged to their investors. No shit. Right? Exactly. The documents captured by whistleblower Francis Hogan and first reported by the Wall Street Journal were also handed to members of a Senate Commerce Subcommittee chaired by Senator Richard Blumenthal, a Democrat of Connecticut who last month called Instagram a breeding ground for eating disorders and self-harm. And, by the way, he's an asshole, but he's not wrong in this in this count. So, yeah, uh, I, would, I would call that probably accurate, a breeding ground for eating disorders and self-harm. And uh, so I think, right, you talk about uh, all kinds of crazy stuff with, um, you know, uh, youngsters committing suicide and things like this or attempting suicide and all the rest of this stuff uh, just because of the uh, right because you're all the all the photoshopped beauties on on uh, on Instagram. Well, you know, of course, you can't compete because number one, it's Photoshop. And number two, uh, well, you know, talk about when when puberty bodies are changing it's a, it's a it's a it's a rough time for anybody. So this is this is not good. I, I wonder what the actual body count is of uh, suicides uh, due to Instagram. I'm sure there's like a number, right? Like there's got to be. Uh, so anyway, uh, and and it's uh, from here that Gizmodo and some 300 other mostly Western journalists derived their access. And again, we got the information we got was filtered through these 300 you know Western Western journalists. Thank goodness for that. Uh, so anyway, we believe there's a strong public need in making as many of the documents public as possible, as quickly as possible. To that end, we've partnered with a small group of independent monitors who are joining us to establish guidelines for an accountable review of the documents prior to publication. Of course, they're going to redact some things because they're assholes. And uh, the mission is to minimize any cost to individuals' privacy of the furtherance of other harms while ensuring the responsible disclosure of the greatest amount of information in the public interest. And I think the public interest is actually what's it what's in play here because Facebook, of course, is is uh, dirty. Uh, like I said, everybody knows my, my my disdain for Facebook and Zuckerberg and all things that he does because he's um, probably an alien, 
a robot. I don't know. Both. But uh, yeah, at least he's an asshole. We can say that for 100% certainty. But yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to this. Uh, hopefully when these come out, we can uh, kind of go through some of the Facebook papers and uh, yeah, do our thing. Uh, anyway, let's go and keep on trucking. This is uh, this is nuts. This is from The Guardian. And well, The Guardian. Yeah. The other most trusted source in news, right? The Guardian. Uh, but check this out. A, a priceless Roman mosaic uh, spent 50 years as a coffee table in New York apartment. What the? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, so uh, <laughs> uh, this thing was um, so once decorated uh, a ship used by the Emperor Caligula. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Dario del Buff- Buffalo, 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 and uh, in, in ta- how do you say that? An Italian expert on ancient stone and marble described how he found the mosaic in an interview in C- C- CBS's 60 Minutes on Sunday. In New York in 2013, this dude, del Buffalo, gave a lecture and signed copies of his book, uh, Poor, oh God, Poor Forwardy, anyway, about the reddish purple rock used by Roman emperors. The book included a picture of, a, of the long lost mosaic, which once, once formed part of a a floor on one of the two vast party ships commissioned by Caligula to float on a lake near Rome and sunk when the emperor was killed. The mosaic and other antiquities uh, were recovered from the lake in the 1930s and housed in a lakeside museum. In 1944, as the Nazis retreated from Italy, the ships and many other treasures were burned. Isn't that tragic? Uh, Nearly 70 years after that, as he signs copies of his book, Del Buffalo uh, overheard a man and a woman say the woman had the mosaic they were looking at on the page. Yeah, well, and there it is. There it is. Let's see. We got a good photograph here. No, we don't, of course. Uh, you can kind of see it in that picture, but that that is wild. Like, are you kidding me? Like, imagine that. You've got, like, Cal- Caligula's, like, party yacht <laughs> as your coffee table, part of it anyway. That is just nuts to me. Uh, so, uh, yeah, hopefully it's good. I don't know what they're going to do with it, uh, turn it into the museum or... Uh, I don't know. Uh, put it at auction. I have no idea. But um, yeah, wild. Uh, so don't don't throw away things that look like they may be old because you never freaking know, do you? Yeah, wild, wild stuff. Uh, all right, let's uh, keep on trucking, shall we? There's more here. There's always more. Speaking of uh, wild shit that you find and don't uh, maybe may or may not know what's going on, check this out. This is from ScienceAlert.com. Man keeps a rock for years, hoping it's gold. It turned out to be far more valuable. And uh, yeah, well, there you go. In 2015, David Hole, yeah, H-O-L-E, was prospecting in Maribor Regional Park near Melbourne, Melbourne, Australia. I said it right. Melbourne. Sorry, Melbourne. Armed with a metal detector, he discovered something out of the ordinary, a very heavy reddish rock resting in some yellow clay. He took it home and tried everything to open it, sure that there was a gold nugget inside the rock. After all, Mayborough is is the uh, is in the Goldfields region where the Australian gold rush peaked in the 19th century. To break open his find, Hole tried a rock saw, an angle grinder, a drill, even dousing the thing in acid. However, not even a sledgehammer could make a crack. That's because what he was uh, trying so hard to open was no gold nugget. As he found out years later, it was a rare meteorite. Yeah, yeah there you go. Uh, quote, it had this sculpted, dimpled look to it, Melbourne, uh, Melbourne Museum geologist Dermot Henry said. Uh, told the Sydney Morning Herald, uh, that's formed when they come through the atmosphere. They're melting on the outside, and the atmosphere sculpts them. Unable to open the rock, but still intrigued, he took the nugget to the Melbourne Museum for identification. Quote, I've looked at a lot of rocks that people think are meteorites, Henry told uh, Henry told Channel 10 News. And yeah, well, there it is. There's your, your photograph of this uh, craziness. Anyway, anybody have any rare meteorites hanging around? Yeah. So I don't know. Is he going to sell this? Let's see. Let's see. Usually, right? Like uh, either either people are super nice and just give it to a museum or they, you know, put it up for auction and, you know, have have these uh, uh, state funded uh, <laughs> uh, universities bid on it. I, that's that's how I'd go. You ain't getting anything for free, right? No freaking way. Because, well, uh, taxes <laughs> and health care. <laughs> anyway, don't get me started. Don't get me started. Yeah, he said whole. He said whole. Not only did he say whole, that's his last name. His last name is whole. All right, uh, where are we at time-wise? Uh, I think we're right on time. Let's do this. Let's do this one, and then we'll take a quick break. Uh, this is from Scientific American, and yeah, we've talked about this quite a bit. A mysterious fast radio bursts are finally coming into focus. 
All right, cool. Uh, let's see. Uh, so these uh, uh, enigmatic explosions are no longer ignored. Researchers have found them happening at least 800 times per day all over the sky, yet are still in the dark as to what causes them. As one of the most active topics in astrophysics, FRBs have lately seen a slew of groundbreaking and sometimes at odds findings with papers that reshape the field regularly appearing in the literature. Although the overall view remains murky in the past, just the past year, a clearer picture of these strange entities has started to emerge. Quote, I think we're closer to understanding what some FRBs are, said Ziggy Palunis. Ziggy Palunis. Yeah. You think I'm making that shit up? Nope. Right there. Ziggy Yep, an astrophysicist at the University of Toronto. But as we've been uh, going on this quest, new discoveries have led to new questions. Many astronomers feel that the subject is now at an inflection point where some of their biggest puzzles are on the cusp of being solved. A torrent of new detections and deeper studies of these phenomena have elevated certain models of FRB's inner workings while eliminating others, and several upcoming projects should help further narrow down the possibilities. Anyway, according to Ziggy Plunis. But, uh, yep, pretty hot stuff because, well, uh, fast radio bursts are where it's at, apparently. So that's what's up. Uh, if you guys like the show, you guys know what to do. Please uh, spread the word. Uh, let, uh, let somebody know. Let anybody know. Well, whatever it's up to you uh if uh spread the word let people know about the show but otherwise let's take a quick break and we'll be right back you're listening to troubled minds news i'm your host michael strange and we will be right back right welcome back to troubled minds news i'm michael strange and let's do let's keep going let's do more news more news more news we're like the news monsters more news zombies brains all right uh, futurism scientists now this is wild check this out you guys ever seen uh oh, i don't know anything in fiction science fiction uh like star wars stargate uh star trek right yeah uh, this, this is wild scientists say there may be humans all over the universe. What? <laughs> what? Uh, all right. Well, okay, let's see what this says. According to one University of Cambridge, Cambridge astrobiologist, that scenario may be more likely than you think. In an interview with the BBC Science Focus magazine, an evolutionary paleo... Pa- yeah, paleobiologist, paleobiologist, let me try and say that, uh, at the institution's Department of Earth Sciences named Simon Conway Morris, declared that researchers can say with reasonable confidence that human-like evolution has occurred in other locations around the universe. Uh, the core of Morris's belief comes from the theory of convergent evolution, which claims that, as Science Focus put it, random effects eventually average out so that evolution converges, tending to produce similar organisms in any given environment. The octopus would like a word with you, my friend. Anyway, the magazine used for the examples of flight, which has evolved independently on Earth at least four times in birds, bats, insects, and pterosaurs. In short, a convergent evolution theory posits that evolution itself is a law of nature, and as a logical endpoint, it's likely that evolution would operate the same way on different planets as it does here on Earth. In other words, it's theoretically possible that the blue and green alien humanoids you see on Star Trek could be, well, actually out there. Hmm. Morris isn't the only Cambridge man who believes alien life would have evolved in ways analogous to to a human. And yeah, anyway, so this is pretty wild to me. Uh, this is one of those, well, cool. <laughs> uh, is but, but what do you believe about this now? Convergent evolution or human hubris? Uh, to think that uh, all the different crazy worlds and places out there that would develop intelligent life, they're all going to end up like humans. Really? I, I kind of call shenanigans on this because it seems ridiculous that we're going to have, oh, I don't know, Klingons and, you know, uh, I don't know, what, Rodians from Star Wars. Yeah, you're running around, you know, two arms and two legs and the rest of this stuff. I don't know. Shenanigans, I say. But, well, what do you think? It's not up to me. I'm not the arbiter of anything other than I like to call people assholes. Uh, at least journalists, for sure, 100%. Uh, but anyway, so uh, humans in the universe. And I think that's, I mean, that would be cool, right? Uh, you know, like in Stargate. seems like every damn Stargate they go into in the show, uh, there's always like a tribe of people there. You're like, damn. And not only that, they speak English. Wouldn't that be sweet, right? We, we like uh, you know, jump in the first Stargate and hop to another world, and there's like a group of people that speaks English. <laughs> 
Wow, that would be, damn, that would be hot. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so anyway, uh, yeah, so, yeah, there you go. What's up? Glitch Loop says if tra- transpermia is real, uh, all DNA could be similar and uh, come to similar outcomes. Uh, yeah, the, the goo, 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 owled, right? Is that how they say it on Star, Stargate? I'm watching it, so I'm always uh, I'm, I'm in, in, impressed or uh, depressed. As the, I'm, I'm not sure. It depends on the episode, I guess. But but anyway, uh, yeah, I'm not sure. I, I think this is a little bit weird, the pan, the, maybe the panspermia stuff and... Uh, yeah, what do you think? Is it wild to to consider that maybe in a galaxy far, far away, uh, there's a Luke Skywalker out there? <laughs> yeah, kinda, right? <laughs> kinda. Uh, speaking of uh, looking at uh, uh, some other weirdness going on, uh, this this is happening. So this is from ARS Technica, and uh, yeah, an incident with the James Webb Space Telescope has occurred. Oh crap! They were about to launch this thing next month. And it's finally got to where it needed to be and all the rest of this. But, uh, yeah, well, here we go. Uh, a short update on the project launch date of the $10 billion James Webb Space Telescope came out of NASA on Monday. And it wasn't exactly a heartwarming missive. Heartwarming. Uh, the large space-based telescopes no earlier than launch date will slip from December 18th to at least December 22nd after an incident occurred during processing operations at the launch site in uh, Kourou, French Guiana. That is where the telescope will launch on an Ariane 5 rocket provided by the European Space Agency. Quote, technicians were preparing to attach Webb to the launch vehicle adapter, which is used to integrate the observatory with the upper stage of the Ariane Ariane, Ariane 5 rocket, NASA said in the blog post. A sudden unplanned release of a clump Clamp band, clamp band. There you go. Which which secures web to the launch vehicle adapter caused a vibration throughout the observatory. Nice a vibration. Uh, this is this is the weirdness, right? Is uh, well problems, <laughs> uh, and, and notably uh, also what I saw when I was reading this the first time through too, December twenty second, right? Isn't that when that asteroid's going to come flying by? Maybe they can launch this sucker up there and it can hit the asteroid, the Big Ben asteroid or whatever they're calling it. Anyway, uh, so, yeah, straight from the article, let's be honest, words like incident, sudden, and vibration are not the kinds of expressions one wants to hear about, the handling of a delicate and virtually irreplaceable instrument like the Webb Telescope. However, NASA, the European Space Agency, and the rocket's operator, Ariane Space, have a plan for moving forward. Good. Good, good, good. We need this thing in space if we're going to find the aliens, right? I mean, you know, because uh, Anjali isn't going to show us the aliens, is she? Uh, yeah. Show me the aliens. All right. Uh, where are we at? What's going on, guys? I see you there in the chat. How you doing, Rohan? How you doing, uh, Roberts? What's up, Glitch? I see you there. How's everybody? How's everybody? What's up, Gibby Rivers? Hello, hello. What's up, uh, Eli? All the folks all the folks here appreciate you. Um, let's see. Uh, yeah. So anyway, this James Webb, James Webb thing. So hopefully they'll, it'll be just in time to be, to maybe run into that, uh, thing that, that, you know, Big Ben rock. That'd be sweet, right? That'd be super sweet. Bigger fish to fry. All right. So, uh, this, here you go. Here's more, here's more of, uh, the, the world according to whoever, uh, inverse.com reports this new technology could enable humans to travel at 7 million miles per hour, right? That's different than 1.21 gigawatts, but yeah, uh, yeah, that's cool. So let's see. Let's skip to the good part. Um, let's see, blah, blah, blah. The fastest man-made object, bullets can go 2,600 miles per hour, uh, more than three times the speed of sound. The fastest aircraft at NASA's X-3 jet plane with a top speed of 7,000 miles per hour. Sounds impressive, but it's only 0.001% the speed of light. And the fastest human-made objects are spacecraft. The, they use uh, rockets to break free of the Earth's gravity, which uh, takes a speed of 25,000 miles per hour. The spacecraft that is traveling the fastest is NASA's Parker Solar Probe. After it launched from Earth in 2018, it skimmed the sun's scorching atmosphere and used the sun's gravity to reach 330,000 miles per hour. That's blindingly fast, yet only 0.05% the speed of light. Anyway, uh, so they got this new technology here. Uh, it's possible to get something to 1% the speed of light, but it would just take an enormous amount of energy. Could humans make something go even faster? 
Yeah. Well, but uh, let's see. Where is this? Where's the information in this? Uh, one promising way to get something moving very fast is to use a solar sail. These are large, thin sheets of plastic attached to a spacecraft and designed so the sunlight can push on them like the wind in a solar sail. A few spacecraft have used solar sails to show that they work, and scientists think that a solar sail could propel spacecraft to 10% of the speed of light. One day, when humanity is not limited to a tiny fraction of the speed of light, we might travel to the stars. Oh, isn't that romantic? It's so romantic. Travel to the stars. Anyway, so solar sails, uh, 7 million miles per hour. I don't know. I don't know. What's up, Matt? I see you there, buddy. Thanks for showing up. Where are we at time-wise? I think we're good. Everything looks fine. We're all fine here now. How are you? All right. Let's go to the New York Post. Uh, New York Post is good stuff because, well... You gotta love the New York Post, uh, the other most trusted source of news, right? Uh, this is this is uh, we talk about that transhumanism thing, right, uh, quite often. But check this out, check this out. French black alien reportedly gets fingers sliced off to create claw. Yeah, um, okay, yeah, there we go. A 33 year old Frenchman who has transformed his body in a bid to become a black alien has now reportedly gotten two fingers chopped off his left hand to form a freakish claw. Anthony Lofredo's apparent surgery is the latest in a series of procedures the wannabe extraterrestrial has undergone, including getting his nose and upper lip cut off, his tongue split, and his entire body, including his eyeballs, covered in tattoos. But despite the shocking alterations, the oddball mutilation aficionado says he has only received 34% of his goal in turning into an alien, the U.S. Sun reported. Uh, the Sun, the other most trusted source of news, those guys. Uh, but, okay, there's there's a photograph of this dude, all right? Now, riddle me this, all right? You're walking down the street one night, and you turn down a dark alley, and you see this guy standing there. Are you not going to chop him in the neck with an axe or shoot him or something? You know what I mean? Like, it's shocking to me that this guy hasn't had some horrific accident because somebody thinks he's actually an alien because he looks pretty alien like already. Uh, you know, you put imagine put like a Buck Rogers suit on him or something. It's a wrap. Uh, that's creepy. That's creepy. Anyway, uh, Lafredo, who posts about his increasingly disturbing alien uh, looks on Instagram under an account called the Black Alien Project, posted new images to document his grotesque surgery. And there you go. Tattoos on his eyeballs. Look at that. What the hell? Uh, quote, I developed my inner peace. He captioned an image of his hand, which appears to have stitches where the red finger and pinky used to be. Uh, sorry, ring finger, not red finger. Uh, I'm looking at the, the image and I'm like, ooh, that's red and nasty. Anyway, uh, quote, I had a click when I was a security guard. I realized that I was not living my life the way I wanted. I stopped everything at 24 and left for Australia, he told the outfit. And yeah, from a very young age, I've been passionate about mutations and transformations of the human body. And there you go. There's his actual hand, which, yes, he removed his pinky and his ring finger, uh, Surgically, I don't know if he did it himself, but well, that seems, let's say, less functional, less functional. <laughs> uh, at least he still has his thumb. But uh, yeah, what's up? <laughs> Robert says, oh, oh, those French. Hey, ladies, he's single. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness gracious. Anyway, uh, that looks pretty horrific, if you ask me. Uh, but uh, so he, he will one day probably like, why are they? <sighs> okay. Anyway, what do you guys think about this? <laughs> if, if you have comments on this, 702-957-1037. Uh, actually, the phone number just took a crap, which is perfect. So let's call that back. Uh, Anyway, all right, so, so uh, I don't know. Uh, I, I, I wish this individual the best, let's just say that. But uh, I think somebody's probably going to shoot him at some point, right? They're going to think they bagged the first alien ever, and they're going to shoot this dude, and it's going to be a tragic thing. And I hope that doesn't happen, but it seems likely to happen, doesn't it? It kind of <laughs> seems likely to happen. Uh, yeah, well, okay. And that's the world we live in, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. All right. Uh, okay. 
Let's keep on trucking, shall we? Um, we talk about this once in a while, uh, and it's it's uh, it's odd. It's uh, it's one of those things where it's like, oh, by the way, climate change and all the rest of this stuff. You know, like I always talk about climate change. Uh, you know, like I said, uh, I don't. I'm not not a denier. Everybody, everybody, relax. You don't have to go contact the thought police. But uh, it does make me mad all the climate alarmism that's always going on, right? That's that's the thing that pisses me off the most when they're like, "Ah, oh, we only have eighteen months to live," and these little kids holding up signs that say, "You'll die of old age. We'll die of climate change." Get the fuck out of here! <laughs> I mean, stop, stop, uh, right? And so, who says that's responsible? Nobody. But anyway, uh, so with all that said, uh, climate change is what people changing the climate, right? Well, yep, here we go, from thehill.com. Controversial practice of seeding clouds to create rainfall becoming popular in the American West. Oh, oh, that's weird. Isn't that strange? Uh, so, so we're actually manipulating the weather, you say? Mm, that doesn't sound like a conspiracy at all, does it? At Verizon, Oops. we are investing $3 billion. Oh, thank goodness for Verizon commercials that just pop up. Uh, anyway, a climate technology called cloud seeding introduces ice nuclei into winter storms by removing ground generators at high elevation points and deploying airplanes to release special burn flares within storm clouds. Yeah, cool, right? Uh, and this is your story at a glance. Check this out. Cloud seeding has been around since the 1940s. 1940s climate manipulation, people. Climate manipulation. And they're, right, they're talking about climate change. Well, no shit. You're changing the climate intentionally, right? So if they can, if they can do this stuff, my question is how come they can't, right, tweak things to, you know, be better? Well, because there is no better. That's why I'll answer my own question. Even though it's sort of rhetorical, it's also sort of not because there is no better because the climate's always changing. And this is a bunch of all right, I'll stop before I get myself in trouble. But uh, anyway, point being is that uh, we have this. They've been seeding clouds since the 1940s, right, to, to create rain. Uh, as climate change has worsened the droughts around the country, more states are hoping to try cloud seeding, they say. Now, the National Integrated Drought Information System says that 40% of the U.S. is currently in a drought, with 32 states experiencing a moderate to severe drought this week. <sighs> All right, well, uh, anyway, so this is... Uh, this is the world we live in. And you tell me, you tell me, right? So how much, how much of this is, uh, you know, caused by the parasitic human, right? The, the eight, eight billion plus people on earth, or how much of this is caused by uh, the climate change stuff by, uh, you know, manipulating weather like this. Like actually they say they've been doing this since the 1940s. China has an entire area the size of almost India, they said where they're manipulating weather there. So so explain to me who's actually doing the climate changing, if this is the thing, right? Uh, I think the answer is easy, isn't it? But they would think that it's, uh, they would tell you it's your fault because you ate a cheeseburger, right? Or because you have a, a V6 instead of a, you know, a little electric car, uh, things like this. But well, what about this? What about this? Like, this is the actual powers that be that are bitching, moaning about climate change, changing the climate. I don't know. Does it seem hypocritical to you? Seems hypocritical to me. So, I don't know. What are your thoughts? Phone number should be back up, 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. Click the Discord link at troubledminds.org, and we'll put you on the show. And we're just hanging out, talking about weird stuff. And uh, that's what we do. Uh, the new show is more weird stuff, other weird stuff, and weird stuff that happens every single day. So uh, let's get a one more quick word from our sponsor, which again is you. And remember, if you are subbed up to the channel through Amazon Prime, it does expire every month. So uh, you have to just go back down on Twitch and click the thing, hit subscribe, and then hit the you know uh, the pay with Prime. Because if you've already remember, if you're already paying with Prime, you've already paid for this. So you may as well. Uh, sync it up and sub it up and well if you like the channel if you don't uh, i don't know i don't know let amazon keep the five bucks i guess but anyway uh let's get one more word from our sponsor which is you and then we will keep on trucking and finish this up let's go here right 
here. Are you digging the show? If so, you can support us quite easily and at no additional cost to you if you already have an Amazon Prime account. Since we stream on Twitch every day, all you have to do is link your Amazon Prime account to your Twitch account, and they give you free games on a monthly basis for your personal use, and also a bonus $5 a month to send to your favorite streamer as a way to bring more people to Twitch. And all you have to do is sync up to two accounts and click subscribe. Thanks for considering us. All right, let's uh, keep on trucking, shall we? Let's uh, go to this. Actually, let's keep on trucking, but let's do it in an environmentally friendly way. Uh, but by the way, uh, part of that, part of that, the joke on that is that uh, I talk a lot. I'm a talk show host, right? That's what I do part time, and you know, it's uh, it's 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 becoming a thing, and it's I, I like it. But I expel a lot of CO2. You see, so I'm sure it's probably past my allotment of thinking, wrong think, and wrong wrong speak. So right, the climate cabal will come shut me up at some point because I'm destroying the earth, right? Anyway, there's your jokes. We got jokes. Um, Okay, Uh, this is, uh, yeah, this is from the Daily Mail. And yep, this is pretty nuts. Uh, I'm from this area, the the San Francisco Bay Area, as many of you know. I grew up there and uh, spent uh, much of my life there. And there's a reason I left. (laughs) Uh, The new normal. Uh, God damn, look look at all these ads popping like a goddamn Christmas tree. This is nuts. Anyway, the new normal. Bay Area is hit by third consecutive day of looting as 50 strong hammer gang, 50 strong hammer gang. What does that mean? 50 strong hammer gang. There we go. Storms jewelry store after Macy's and Lululemon stores were hit. Thieves take advantage of woke misdemeanor law. All right. Now, now I saw this when it popped the other night. Uh, it was trending in a particular town uh, that I've shopped at. I've been there. I've spent time there. I, I'm not from that town, but I, it's called Walnut Creek in California. And it's in the Bay Area. And it's like a kind of a nice area. It's like one of those uh, areas that people go to from the surrounding areas because they're like, well, it's nice down there. You know, it's a, there's not a lot of riffraff and, you know, you don't get hassled and there's the Nordstrom's and, you know, it's, it's nice down there. There's a lot of money. Affluent, you would call it, right? It's kind of where the, uh, the people go to hang out at like the fancy Starbucks and, you know, People watch the, the the people go by wearing you know rich stuff. Anyway, you know everybody's seen the Goonies, rich stuff. But, but okay, so now this is this is crazy. All right, so San Francisco Bay Area has been hit uh, by a third day of brazen looting, with a gang of thieves uh, filmed smashing glass cases at a jewelry store and emptying them as staff screamed in terror. The latest incident happened at Sam's Jewelers in the Southland Mall in Hayward around 5:30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time Sunday evening, and was caught on camera. Robbers said to him part of a gang of around 40 to 50 teens who entered the mall wielded hammers to smash display cases at Sam's before making off with goods. Dramatic footage shot from a nearby store showed shop workers screaming with fear as the disturbing scene unfolded. Also on Sunday, another gang of looters snatched garments from upmarket yoga clothing brand Lululemon's San Jose store KPIX reported. And on Saturday, video posted to Twitter a swarm of robbers who caught on security cameras stealing prescriptions from Wellspring Pharmacy in Oakland around 7.30 p.m. Hmm. Weird, right? This is so weird. Like, I wonder why this is, this is allowed. Now, what do you think? Uh, you shoot one, and then I'm not saying to shoot anybody, but I'm just saying, right? Like, how does this stuff happen? Like, you, right? You tell me. Uh, it happens when you, you uh, don't, there's no, there's no fear. There's, right? There's no fear. Like, nobody's got a gun inside that store. Right. And I'm not saying people should just be shooting each other. Right. I'm saying that if there's no deterrent, shit like this happens and shit like this will escalate. Anyway, everybody have been on BART, uh, Bay Area Rapid Transit in uh, the, the the San Francisco Bay Area. It's uh, it's horrific. They have people on there that are just um, uh, like like just brazenly drunk or crazy or both. And, you know, they'll come just like sit on somebody, you know, type shit. And like, and it's weird, right? It's super awkward. Nobody wants to do anything. Nobody wants to stand up and say, hey, sit down and shut the fuck up. Like, don't, don't put your hands on anybody. You know what I mean? It's like, it's the weirdest thing, but uh, you're trapped. Like if somebody comes in there with a machete and starts swinging on Bart, everybody is fucked because right, like there's nowhere to go. It's like a, like a sardine can and you're a bunch of sardines. But point being is that they're like, I'm not 
advocating for shooting anybody, okay? Don't get me wrong. But I am saying if nobody carries guns, then there's no deterrent, right, for things like this, for not just crimes like this, but for violent crimes. I am. Hashtag 2A. I'm a Second Amendment supporter. Not for this reason, right, but for other reasons, for for actual protection, for, let's say, somebody busts out the uh, machete on a BART train, things like this, right? Like, if, if somebody... If there was a risk of somebody or a few people on that train carrying a weapon, well, this shit wouldn't happen. Uh, but, you know, they come in, they've they've been known to bully people on these trains and rob them straight up right there in front of everybody. Broad daylight in front of God and everybody. And nobody can do anything because it's like a mob, right? Uh, anyway, so so there's my little rant about uh, the San Francisco Bay Area. Anyway, so uh, here we go. It's happening. They're, they're, uh, this is how you organize, right? This is organizing for effectiveness. And uh, 100% holiday uh, <laughs> uh, discounts, uh, shopping discounts. So anyway, uh, store, store employees told KGO-TV reporter Dion Lim that they're overwhelmed and devastated by the brazen theft as it is a small drugstore and does not have the same resources as chains like CVS or Walgreens. Video of the Sam's incident, meanwhile, shows the men, all of whom were wearing hoodies, smashed the cases and running off with handfuls of jewelry, with one man even running back to grab an item he dropped before fleeing. People inside the store screamed and ran away with the horrifying scene uh, from uh, from the horrifying scene, which is becoming common in the Bay Area since a California state law downgraded the theft of property less than nine hundred and fifty dollars in value from a felony charge to a misdemeanor in twenty fourteen. Um, anyway, uh, it's, um, it's weird. It's, uh, this is the world we live in and it's going to escalate, right? This is going to get worse and worse and worse. And then somebody's going to get hurt. Somebody's going to get hurt. So, uh, does it have to be stopped? You tell me, I have no idea. Uh, I'm glad I'm not there. I'm glad I'm not in the middle of that. I'm glad I don't have to work in those stores. I worked in retail when I was younger and that, that would suck. That would suck, right? What do you do? Like you stay out of the way and don't get hit with a hammer. Um, all right. Uh, in, in other news, in, in more no shit news, check this out from the Washington Compost again. U.S. listed as a backsliding democracy for first time in a report by European think tank. And I'm going to say no shit, Sherlock. What have you been watching? Right. All all this BS censorship and all the all the crap that they try and do uh, to keep people from speaking here, like, you know, uh, the attack on the Bill of Rights and all the rest of this stuff. Right. It's this is what you get. You get a backsliding democracy and no shit. It's been happening for quite some time. So nice of the uh, the European think tank to actually consider that this is what's happening. Right. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, GTFO suckers you you yeah europeans uh anyway uh you know just theoretically uh the united states for the first time was added to the list of backsliding democracies in a report released monday by the stockholm-based international institute for democracy and electoral assistance oh electoral assistance interesting the united states the bastion of global democracy fell victim to authoritarian tendencies itself and was knocked down a significant number of steps on the democratic scale, the International IDA's Global State of Democracy 2021 report said. Yeah, no shit. No shit. All you have to do is pay attention to anything that's going on here, and you'll know this is exactly what's happening. Uh, But nice of somebody else to notice across the pond, right? Anyway, the study, which analyzed trends from 2021 uh, 2020 to 2021, found that more than a quarter of the world's population now lives in democratically... See what I did there? Democratically backsliding countries, which International IDEA defines as nations seeing a gradual decline in the quality of their democracy. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, there you go. Uh, What's up? Uh, Robert says that Nordstrom's burglary was a hell of a lot more than $900 in loot. Yeah. Uh, But how about each individual? And you're right. You're totally right. Uh, So apparently with the Nordstrom's one in Walnut Creek, they blocked off like 50 cars, just blocked off like the entire front entrance. And they just ran in, nabbed the shit and ran out, grabbing Louis Vuitton bags and shit like this. And one bag could be more than that by itself, right? I don't, I'm not in the market for Louis Vuitton bags, but just saying, uh, it's just expensive. It's just expensive. 
Uh, there you go. <laughs> Make everything cost $951. Yeah, that'll solve it all, right, Jay? <laughs> that'll solve it all. That, that, uh, it's it's going to get there with inflation, so uh, don't worry. The plan's already in, in, in motion. Uh, anyway, so the world is becoming more authoritarian and non-democratic. Now, as non-democratic regimes become even more brazen in their repression, and many democratic governments suffer from backsliding by adopting their tactics of restricting free speech and weakening the rule of law, exacerbated by what threatens to become a new normal of COVID-19 restrictions, the report found. Oh, interesting. Uh, Somebody had the balls to say it, didn't they? Uh, The number of countries moving in the direction of authoritarianism is three times the number moving toward democracy. Uh, Well, interesting. Uh, And yeah, no shit. No shit. Like I said, pay attention. Look, they're they're uh, calling in. Like I said, Roger Stone and Alex Jones to uh, testify uh, over something they weren't even involved in, but they're trying to make them involved in it, right? So I don't know. Uh, maybe I'm wrong there. Maybe they were there. I don't know. I doubt it. But well, whatevs. Coming after your political opponents through the executive branch is tyranny. I'm sorry, it's tyranny. It just is. And uh, that's the way it is. There's your backsliding democracy. And welcome to it. Uh, All right. What are we at time-wise? I think we're fine. Everything looks good. Perfect. Let's uh, finish up with this. This is, uh, I think, uh, did, yeah. Okay, almost. uh, Daryl almost beat me to the punch on this one by like, just a few seconds here. You got the space.com one, but I got the Gizmodo one. I'm going to go Gizmodo on this. Go full Gizmodo. Never go full Gizmodo. Uh, nine things to know about NASA's Armageddon mission to deflect an asteroid. Yeah, here it is. Uh, this is what's happening. This is pretty cool. They're, they're going to do this. So uh, NASA's DART mission to redirect, redirect a non-threatening asteroid is set to launch later this week. Here's what you need to know about this historic deep space test and how kinetic impactors could eventually protect our civilization from an asteroid upon Apocalypse, and uh, let's start the slideshow, shall we? Shall we? Let's look at this. the The double asteroid redirection test, or DART, D A R T, is NASA's first attempt to deliberately alter the orbital characteristics of a distant celestial body. Built by the Johns Hopkins Applied Physics Laboratory, the car-sized DART spacecraft will attempt to alter the speed of Dimorphos, a tiny asteroid, by smashing right into it. This asteroid is junior. Uh, this asteroid is junior member of a binary asteroid system known as Didymos. DART will not survive, but that's okay. NASA is testing the technologies required to prevent a potentially dangerous asteroid from smashing into Earth. Anyway, there you go. We've talked about this. This is kind of cool. This is, you know, really what we should be doing. Um, I've been talking about this for quite some time on Troubled Minds that uh, you would expect, you know, with all our technology and all the rest of this shit, putting all these, you know, killer satellites and whatnot in space, that at some point you would have to, excuse me, you would have to have a an actual something like this, right? Ready, ready to deploy at a moment's notice, because you never know when we're going to get smacked by uh, by whatever they're trying to set us up for. Uh, and you know, Zuckerberg and Bezos have their bunkers already set for just such an occasion. But uh, point being is that uh, yeah, billiards in space says uh, Quint sixty seven. What's up, Robert? And yeah, <laughs> there you go, Santa Santa up there deflecting Christmas asteroids. <laughs> What's up, Gibby? And yeah, so so uh, there there it is. Uh, this is cool. This is a good thing. This is what we should be spending our money on, not all the rest of this garbage that uh, we're spending our money on. And well, and there you go. There's one man's opinion. What can I say? Uh, so the bad news is we're done. The good news is, God willing, we got tonight and tomorrow and the rest of the days to do more of this. So if you guys like the show, you know what to do. Please, uh, please uh, spread the word. Like I said, uh, if you don't, uh, I'm sorry, <laughs> like maybe call in and help or uh, submit some articles or, you know, whatever. Like uh, uh, it's, uh, it's sort of an open source sort of thing here. We're not, uh, I'm not trying to like uh, tell you politically what you, what to believe and all the rest of this stuff. Just, uh, you know, uh, don't vote for that guy or do vote for that guy. I, I kind of don't give a shit. You know why? Because honestly, I think it doesn't even matter. Uh, even if you pick the most like uh, sparkling uh, example of a politician and you put him in, you know, honest, an honest politician, right? Find one, needle in a haystack. You find one, you put him in. It's still a grotesquely corrupt system. So what can you do, right? Uh, and I hate to be cynical, but well, there it is. Um, it's a corrupt system. Like, a, like a go run for office yourself and then end up uh, up against the establishment. And then you'll find out that it's a corrupt ass system. And there we go. Uh, Black Friday madness show. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. So some housekeeping. So we will uh, be doing a show this Thursday for Thanksgiving. So I realize uh, the the viewership or whatever may be down, 
but um, I'm, we are not celebrating it here uh, on that day. We're going to be doing it like the following week sometimes. So uh, just because it worked out better with schedules and stuff. Uh, so so uh, we will be doing a show Thursday for Thanksgiving. We will be live uh, with Troubled Minds. So at 7 p.m. Pacific. Uh, so uh, look look for uh, that, and you can plan on it if you're um, if you're home by yourself or whatever. Uh, Troubled Minds will be there for you. So just a, just a heads up. We'll be there and we'll be doing our thing talking about uh, weirdness, weird stuff, because that's what we do. So so once again, uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, 7 p.m. Pacific, Troubled Minds. We do this news show Monday and Friday at 3 p.m. Pacific, and that's six shows in five days. And well, can I? Yeah, I think six. Anyway, uh, my math is horrible. And uh, there it is. So, so uh, yeah, maybe Black Friday. I don't know. Uh, we're supposed to be doing one. I'll check with Mike again from um, uh, the Algorithm channel on YouTube. And maybe we'll we'll do that show this weekend. So we're, that's still up in the air. That's coming. And it'll just be Mike and I kicking it, talking about whatever. And, uh, yeah, so that's coming. And it will be uh, on the, uh, the, the Discord, by the way. So Discord has a new feature. If you guys haven't joined Discord, please do. TroubledMinds.org. Click the Discord. Discord link, and there's a uh, there's a where we go dance. There's my dance. You get the dance. There it is, the dance. All right. So if you if you do join the Discord, there's a new thing called events, and you can schedule events. And uh, so I'll put that up, and it will give you reminders, like actual straight notifications, and we don't have to deal with um, YouTube or fa- no longer Facebook because they're assholes. But uh, sort of like sloppy uh, notifications from the technocrats because they're like, oh, sorry, you missed that one. Really sorry, you know, like, sorry about that. I'm, I'm sure you wanted to see that live because that was a good show, but, well, our notification system is spotty, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's no conspiracy here, but, you know, it only works for the shows we really like uh, as YouTube, right? Anyway, so uh, join that if you have not. Discord, there's an events thing. I'm going to put all the shows up there so you'll get notified if you don't want to miss them live. Or it's all good if uh, we've always got a pipe and hot archive ready for you immediately after the show so you don't have to set your clocks or anything by troubled minds, though you probably could. Uh, so there we go. As we finish, and uh, what's up, Dark Devious? I see there, buddy. Uh, thanks for the uh, thanks for the dance, 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 Michael Strange dance. Uh, Michael, the, the the joke there is Michael Strange doesn't dance. <laughs> All right, let's get the hell out of here. You guys know the drill. The bad news is we're done. The good news is, God willing, we got tonight and tomorrow, 7 p.m. Pacific. Troubled minds coming up, and we're gonna just keep on doing our thing. We're gonna be hanging out and uh, considering all the things in the universe. Because why the fuck not? Somebody's got to, and uh, that's what we do. So let's turn this down. I think it's loud. There we go. There we go. That's that's better. That's better. All right. So uh, as we finish, uh, yes. Keep being you. Keep uh, don't uh, don't be embarrassed to be yourself because well, even though the, the mob wants you to be, uh, true democracy true de- true democracy means the mob wins. <laughs> That's what true democracy means. <laughs> So uh, anyway, uh, keep being you. Remember, we have the right to be wrong, and that's what this show is all about and the other show as well. So we'll see you tonight at 7 p.m. Pacific for more Trouble Minds coming up. And for right now, have a fantastic afternoon. Happy Monday. Don't let the Monday blues get you down. See you tonight.
It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details.